Okay, Baruch HaMabon, welcome everyone. We continue in the Igeras Hamoser of Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. And Rabbi Yisrael now unleashes his ultimate weapon. Despite the fact that the whole objective of this letter is to learn Moser, nevertheless, nevertheless, Despite the fact that the whole objective of this uh, letter is to learn Musr, Rabbi Yisrael now unleashes his ultimate weapon, and that is the most po- powerful arsenal against the Sahara. As we've learned, that it seems like Musr is not enough, because in the heat of the moment, if a person has a habit to do certain chatoim, you're not going to overcome it just because you were inspired a few times about the Indian. You need to develop a habit not to do it. It needs to be, so to speak, second nature to you, the same way you don't eat chazer treif, you don't do certain isurim. And says Rabbi Yisrael, he said the general weapon is learning Torah, more specific to learn the subject that you're having difficulty with. Says Rabbi Yisrael, and this it is known, the change of one's nature Toilet will only come rakmi limud vehergal rav only from learning and great habit. In other words, one will only be able to change their nature if they uh, learn the subject and they develop new routines. V'chein hayisoid ha'ikari the main principle v'ha'amod hanachin and the steadfast pillar. To prepare oneself, to guard yourself from sin, is only a lot of learning in that halacha. That is relevant to that avera or for that mitzvah. Says Rav Goldberg, the fact that we mentioned this yesterday that we see many Tamil Chachamim, they could learn Baba Kama, Baba Metzia, and they're not careful in those in Yanim, it's because they don't learn it Bekavana, that it should come Lidei Maisa. Says Rabbi Yisrael, Uvifrat Be'iyon Hadeg Hetev, especially if you learn it very much in depth. In other words, learning yeah, learning uh, Bekiyos will not really impact a person and change a person in terms of being able to overcome averos that that are habitual, it's very nice. You'll be, a person will be rewarded for any limud atayra, but the real limud that will change a person is in depth. This kind of learning will make a strong ownership in your soul. For the sin to be distant from a person by nature. Rav Goldberg brings down that the Briskarov said he once heard from Rav Nachem Zemba that a hundred inspirational talks will not bring a person to greater observance of Shabbos that one in-depth learning of Hilcha Shabbos will bring. In other words, better to learn a Sif in Shulchan Aruch with the Mishnah Buras and analyze it and learn it in depth than to hear a hundred inspirational talks about it. 
the uh, Rav Goldberg is bringing down a story about Rav Simcha Zisel that before his Petira, they put some kind of fan over his head to cool him off because uh, he was sort of approaching the stage of Gesisa and there was not much left vitality left in Rav Simcha Zisel. And what happened was, Rav Simcha Zisel somehow, he snapped out of his almost unconscious state and he removed the fan from off of his head so that the fan would not break. Now how is that possible? He was literally closer to the next world than he was to this world. He couldn't talk. He couldn't uh, communicate. He almost couldn't think. But it was instinctive in him not to cause damage to another person. That did not require thought. It, it became instinctive. And that's the way that one can overcome sin, where they learn something in depth, where it became, comes instinctive. Says Rabbi Yisrael, a similar uh, example of this phenomenon. Thank God. Eating an avela and a trefa or the like. Is ingrained in uh, the Jewish heart. That you no person needs to bridle his nature to distance from. Most people, right, if I were to tell you, hmm, check out this really delicious lobster, or would you like this fried and sautéed um, clam? You say, uh, get, get out of here, I'm not interested. It's not a taiva. It's disgusting to a person. It would never enter anyone's heart, any me, any butcher. From saying, yeah, I don't really have to ask a shayla whether this is kosher or not. Uh, normally, if somebody sells meat and there's a concern there might be a trefa, nobody would refrain from showing it to a rav. If there's a chash trefa on the inner organs. Despite the fact that a person might incur a great loss, and he's the only one who knows about it. A person has a certain natural fear of sin and habit. Heaven forbid from this wickedness to cause a Jew to stumble. For Ulam, however, in our many sins, when it comes to business, as from as we are when it comes to eating meat, and if you're a butcher from not being a somebody, that's how uncareful most people are in business affairs. He says, um, when it comes to business, the opposite. Most people will never go over to a rav, rav, I might have uh, $273 in my pocket that might belong to Ruvain. Should I give it back to him? I don't think any Rav ever got that question. Uh, certainly it's not a frequent question. I guarantee more Rabbanim get questions about Shreifos or Basar Bechalov questions than questions, I think I might have too much money. Should I give it back to my friend? Terem Yisbeenu Chaveroi. Yeah, if they take you to Bezdin, then uh, you decide whether you want to go or not. There are many people, even after you go to Bezdin, they'll come up with some kind of conniving, deceitful 
plan to get out of it, or they'll just brazenly uh, deny it. What's the difference between stealing and eating a trefa? It's all the same. They're both lavim. In accordance with the Torah. There's no difference between don't eat an avela, don't eat a trefa, don't oppress your friend monetarily, and don't steal. Just like to a Jew, there's no difference between whether it's missing a heart or missing a lung or missing a liver. They're all the same. Once the Pesach says it's a trefa, you distance yourself. And you follow the statutes of the Torah. Should be the same thing monetarily. Whatever, according biblically, belongs to your friend. Have a gazel. It's robbery. We see in our many sins, afilu haloimdim, even people who learn uchamat gam yireim, and even God-fearing people, they're not as careful when it comes to stealing as they are when it comes to kashros. Einam nesharim kiyos, they are not properly careful. Beloisa halazu, when it comes to this love, ashayoyimaki purim begabamisei nemachaprim Stealing is much more chamer than trefa. Trefa is not so chamer. All right. He ate a pig. Yeah, no, nishkafelach. So you go to Gehenim. And they'll put, a, they'll put the guy in a, a self-cleaning oven. And after a few months, he'll come out and he's as good as new. But if somebody steals, there's no kapara. Not in this world. Not in the next world. There's no, there's no kapara. So of course stealing is more chamor. And yet, so says Rabbi Yisrael, because a person does not have that natural... Uh, distaste for robbery, the only Eitzah is to learn the halachos of Chosheh Mishpah in depth, and that will cause a deep res- internal response to stay away from these things. Okay, Marv Rabbi have a great day, and uh, as Shem. Uh, I have a question. I have a question. Is it there Kapara, but he has to come back with the other person that returned the money in the Gilgal? Or could he do Teshuvah, or give Tzedakah? No. Tzedakah doesn't know. We've heard from uh, Rav Shaft and Rav Benjamin many times. Uh, stories there where... Yeah, but... Uh, people have to come back. Okay. Stories are stories, and Rabbi Yisrael does not deal with the Torah Sagogon. Not mentioned in his writing. As Rav Miller says, he never heard his Rabbeim discuss. I'm not saying I don't talk about it, but, uh, you know, the... That's extra legal measures. Legal, uh, you know, otherwise, there, uh, there's no kapara. Okay, Rabbi Say, have a good one. Call Tov.